This week, I continue the top 10 trend and discuss the 10 things you should look for in a realtor. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 25 of Real Estate Chat with Jason Z. I'm Jason Zawalik of the Zawalik Group with First Team and Christie's International Real Estate coming to you from Irvine in Orange County, California. I hope you all had a fantastic weekend and are ready to crush it this week. So this week we're going to jump right in and we're going to continue our trend of top 10s. So last week we talked about 10 things not to do while you are in escrow. So this week I thought we'd flip the script a little bit and do 10 things to look for in a realtor. So regardless of where you are out there, whether you're here in Orange County or you're in any other states or any other countries, these are 10 things you should be looking for in a realtor. So let's just jump in and we'll hit number one up and let's let's do it. So number one is choose the person, not the experience. So you want to make sure that you're choosing that person that really meshes well with you. Um, so when you meet with them and you interview with them, you want to be able to know that they are trustworthy and you really have a good, you gel with them. Okay, so um, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be picking the uh, biggest team um, with the most sales in 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 the area because sometimes they they're just not the right fit for you. So you want to make sure that 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 person is the right fit. So you want to meet with that person, find out if they're the ones that you're going to be talking to, or you're just going to be talking to a secretary or an assistant, or is it actually that agent? So you want to be able to choose the person, not the experience. Remember, chemistry is key. I always talk about this when we sit down with everybody, when we sit down with our buyers and our sellers, we talk about, hey, we want to see if we're a good fit because if we're not a good fit on either end we may not be a good fit with them they might not be a good fit for us you know what i mean like it could it goes both ways definitely um because really you're gonna be with that person for six to eight months sometimes even longer uh whether you're out there looking at properties you're spending your weekends with them uh you're getting into the escrow person you really get in intimate with these people and you you become a lot of times we become friends with our clients because of that chemistry and chemistry is key you want to be able to again it kind of feeds off number one you want to be able to gel with that person and make sure that you guys are a good fit um, and that will make the process go so much nicer and so much cleaner as we as you move through um, the home buying purchase or home selling uh, process uh, number three, seek referrals from other homeowners. So always look at referrals uh, from other homeowners. You may even ask. A lot of people will have them out. Um, they'll, they'll send you to a testimonial page or whatnot. You know what? Why not ask them, hey, do you have anybody that we could talk to? You know what I mean? Like, and just say, hey, can, can we give them a call or can they ha can they give us a call just to let, let us know how the process was with, with that agent so that they know what exactly is going on and what you can expect, okay? Number four, find someone who has your best interest at heart. This is very, very important. You want to make sure that you're going to have someone that's going to go to bat for you, that doesn't just want your, if you're selling, it doesn't want just want your listing to have your listing, so a number notch in their belt, if you will. You want to make sure that they have your best interest at heart. They're trying to get you the most money for your home, and they're try, and on the flip side, if you're a buyer, they're going to go to bat for you. They're going to uh, they're going to negotiate for you. They're going to do everything they can to find the perfect home for you, and then when you find it, get it. Okay, so you really need to find someone that has your best interest at heart. I can't stress that one enough. 
Number five, an agent you can trust. I know, being in this industry, that uh, sometimes we get a bad rap. Sometimes we get a bad rap. Um, uh, I don't like to use the pun, but sometimes we're we're right around above the car, used car salesman. No offense to any used car salesman out there, because I've met a bunch of you, and you guys are some of you are fantastic. But we get a bad rap because of that. Everyone thinks you're out there for the buck, and that is such a hard stigma to overcome when we're in this industry. But at the same time, you need to look for someone that you can trust. You, that trust, uh, that openness is so huge. You need to find that person. I always talk about you need to find that agent that will tell you, hey, walk away from this deal because it, it's not good for you. If, if, if an agent is willing to tell you that this, is, that this isn't a good, this isn't the right fit, this does something doesn't feel right, whether it's during the home inspection or anything like that, that is such a great quality, I think, in an agent because they know you have that, their trust. And we 100% feel that way. If we feel something that's not going to work well with our client, for our, our client, and it doesn't feel right, whether that we're working with a seller and we're looking at multiple offers, who's the best buyer? Who's the buyer that's going to close? And that's necessar- not necessarily the highest price, mind you. But who's most likely going to close? Who can we trust in this? So that's something that you really got to find out. And on the buyer side, someone, like I said, you're in the home inspections. You don't want someone just to say, hey, don't worry about that, just to get another, again, I'm going to use the notch in their belt, but another notch in the belt in their commission check. You don't, you want someone that's going to be honest with you and say, you know what, Mr. Buyer, this is a red flag. And I, I don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable with you moving forward with this purchase. So that that's someone that you really need to find and finding an agent you can trust is so important. Um, so make sure you, you have that. And a lot of times people, people, a lot, most people can read that and they can get that gut feeling right away. So look for passion, conviction, and honesty. Uh, people that are passionate about their industry, um, passionate about finding that home for that that person, selling them for the for that for the most money and getting them on their way, so they know that um, nothing was left on the table. Uh, so you really want to find that person that has that passion. And again, we're flipping on the trust and that honesty. Um, they're they're ethically honest. So the they're they have a high high moral ground. Uh, their ethics are um, solid, and really they have a passion about the industry. Because and and that's what I love. Like I, I I as you can tell, I'm passionate about things, and finding people homes, these buyers homes. When you find that right one, you go into the negotiation, you get it for them. That is so awesome. I feel so happy. It feels like you become part of their family because you're really working for them. And on the flip side, as a seller, when you get into negotiations, whether it's a with a one offer or multiples, and you can leave that table knowing that you put everything you in, into it and you know that that seller is going to walk away happy and the buyer is going to walk away happy that's the best thing that's such a great feeling because then you're going to have a smooth escrow everything's going to go nice and clean so really you just want to make sure that you find someone that has that passion has that conviction and has that honesty okay that's number six number seven make sure they offer adequate support that's something huge so you want to make sure that they have a team in place, okay? And it's not just a real estate team, mind you, okay? A lot of times people are coming in, they're first-time home buyers, or whether you've in, been, in been in the game for a long time, whether you're a first-time seller or you've sold multiple homes, you want to have an agent that has a, a team of people behind them, okay? So, for instance, we'll just use us for an example. 
there's we obviously have Susan and Susan and I who run the team, but we have a full-on support system with us. So we got um, our transaction coordinator who makes sure everything's handled. We have our, our, our contractor should a buyer or a seller need some help with some either small level thing, handyman or larger things, he, we have him. We have a cleaner, we have a carpenter. I mean, sorry, <laughs> cleaner, carpet cleaner. He handles everything. We have a one, he's a, he's a, a one-stop shop. We've got um, a trust attorney. So if you need any help with that, we've got all these different people in place that are there to help us so that when that agent is chose when when we get chosen they that our clients know hey there's a support system in place here so if we need anything we can call Jason and Susan and they're going to be able to get that. That's what your agent should have in place, okay? Um, from a buyer's perspective, all of those things come into place especially if you're buying a new home. From a seller's perspective, I, same thing. You may want to do some repairs before, get cleaning done, whatnot. Um, also, with the, from the marketing, we have our, our we have a marketing director, um, we have a marketing team. So we have a team of people that are there to serve our clients. And really, without them, we would be lost. We we would be lost because those people are there in place. We and we've put them in place over the years to benefit our clients and make our clients um, their. The process goes smoother for them and their experience be better. So when you're looking for an agent, make sure they have offer adequate support. Okay? Number eight, look for strong core values. Again, those kind of tie in to our um, number six and number or number five and number four uh, with uh, their trust and someone has their best interest at heart. You really want to find someone that has good core values. And this just talks about ethics and morals. You really want to make sure that they're they're a solid person and there aren't you you are going to get um, the truth out of them and they're really just going to. Um, do the best thing for for you when it comes when it comes straight down to it. Okay, number nine, seek clear lines of communication. This one is something that just drives me crazy. So, one of the biggest complaints that we get in this industry is lack of communication. So it's lack of communication from an agent to their client, uh, or lack of communication in general, whether they're a client or not. But typically from a client. So when you set up your eight, when you talk with your agent, the, one of the questions you definitely should ask them is when am I going to hear from you and set up a time, set up a time. So typically with, with our sellers, we'll say, Hey, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go, we'll let you know about every showing or should we just talk once a week and say, Hey, this is what happened this week. Here we are. Now, obviously if offers come in or anything like that on the seller side, that happens, but you want to find out, set set some guidelines and find out. Also, you want to know that, hey, if I call you, am I when when can I expect to hear back from you? Typically, like, well, you, again, I can only talk about our experience. Typically, we pretty much will answer our phone whenever we can. However, there's times when we're in appointments and we can't answer the phone um, and we will get back to you uh, at the, as soon as possible. As soon as we're out of that meeting, boom, we're going to be, we're going to be returning that phone call, especially if it's an urgent call. Um, and uh, we're there to answer any questions. But the, and that's the benefit of having, again, adequate support is there's multiple people that you might be able to talk to, to make sure that you get that um, if, if one of us is in a meeting. But you really want to make sure that you sec, seek those for clear lines of communication and you set those standards right from the get-go um, if you want to hear from your agent every other day let them know I want to hear from you every other day and I want to know what's happening I want to hear from you every day 
right? Most times that's a little bit a little bit much. Most people don't want that. But hey, if you want that, if that's something that's important to you, voice that right up front. Because if you don't voice it, you're going to end up setting yourself up to be disappointed, okay? So make sure you're, you're doing that about the communication. And then number 10, ask them how they can save you money. It's funny because when you when you when you sit down with a buyer as a buyer's agent or um, for a buyer consultation or a listing presentation, ask them how they save money. Like personally, we have ten ten ways that we save our buyers money, and we we can go through them and we can show them exactly. This is how we save thousands of dollars off of purchase prices. This is our strategy to do that. Does it work every time? No. Does it work a lot of the times? Yes, it does. How to, from a listing percent listing point of view? instead of saving money how do we make more money how do we get put more money in our, our clients pockets than other other brokerages or other agents you need to know this so that you know what their plan of attack is what their strategy is coming in um, from the buy side and from the sell side so you can make the right decision okay so that's 10 so let's review them again so number one choose the person not the experience number two remember chemistry is key Number three, seek referrals from other homeowners. Number four, find someone who has your best interest at heart. Number five, find an agent you can trust. Number six, look for passion, conviction, and honesty. Number seven, make sure they offer adequate support. Number eight, look for strong core values. Number nine, seek clear lines of communication. And number 10, ask how they can save you money. Okay, so those are the top 10 ways that uh, things that I think you should look for in a realtor. Uh, And again, that's whether you're in Orange County, whether you're in uh, Georgia, whether you're in Texas, whether you're in Toronto, up in Canada, wherever you are in the world, these are the things that you should be looking for in in an agent to make sure that your experience is the best experience it can be. If you're a seller, you're gonna get the most money. The buyer, you're gonna be happy when you find that home that you've been looking for. Uh, so you really want to look for these things and one other tidbit that I can let you know all if you're especially if I would say on whether you're listing or whether you're buying interview a couple agents talk to them compare their marketing plans compare their marketing strategies make sure that you make the best decision for you and because that will make the experience so much better okay so as always if you have any questions please let me know you can reach us at zwolak z-w-o-l-a-k at firstteam.com that's z-w-o-l-a-k at f-i-r-s-t-t-e-a-m.com phone number is 949-345-1183 you can always shoot me over a text or give me a call um again if you want to hear um anything up in future episodes if you want to uh, a topic covered please let us know and we'll try to incorporate that in i hope you guys have a amazing week kill it out there and until next time take care everybody bye for now